Welcome to the Chronically Unwell podcast, a weekly conversation about mental health, personal growth, and navigating the nuances of life while managing chronic mental illness. I'm Samantha, a certified social worker and mental health therapist. I'm Andrea, a small business owner and mental health advocate. We are two besties trying to normalize having difficult conversations while embracing being chronically unwell. While we hope you enjoy listening to the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for individualized mental health care by a licensed professional. Now let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Chronically Unwell podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about routines and how they impact our mental health. From establishing a morning ritual to incorporating self-care routines, we're going to be exploring the benefits of consistent daily and weekly routines and how they can help us manage stress and prevent burnout. So sit back, relax, and let's dive in. Do you do you feel like routines like positively impact your mental? Oh, for sure. For sure. I am all about a good routine. I live and die by, well, <laughs> by a good that. routine. I <laughs> I don't have a routine. I am the most unroutined individual ever. Like I so like I, I don't know. We're so different in that. Like I am floating in this space of not routine and you are very like routined. I have had to learn how to routine myself. I think that came from procrastination because I used to live very like moment to moment and that came from like procrastination response yeah um but I have found that by having a routine I live a much more I don't want to say stress-free because I I still live with a lot of stress but I a much more stress reduced would you also say like there's more fulfillment in your life having routine um I would say, yeah, because I'm more, like, productive. Yeah. So I would say that that comes with being, having a good, a good routine. Love to hear it. But I think routines help a lot with, you know, establishing stability and helping reduce stress. Maybe I should get routine then. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're, you know, when you're being consistent with a routine, it can help you feel more you know, in control of your life and make situations appear more like you're in more control in control yeah. and they're more predictable. Yeah. So that's why I value a good routine. <laughs> and that's, you know, a lot of the work that I do with clients. That's one of the first places that we start looking is what their daily routines look like. You know, how do we spend our time? Because that impacts a lot of how we feel about ourselves and right. what we're mm-hmm. doing. Right. Because when we're <laughs> not. Because <laughs> we, we've had this conversa- conversation even just like with each other. Right. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> when we're doing nothing. that are <laughs> like bags of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that really impacts the way that we're feeling about ourselves. And like the perception of our like ourselves in our space with our time and like. You know, <laughs> maybe I really should get a routine. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, though, that my strongest routine is my morning. Oh. My morning ritual. Talk to, well, <laughs> again, you and I are so different. I hate mornings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, tell me about, tell me about 
that for you? Like, what is that? What is your morning routine right now? So my, my morning start at six o'clock. Um, <laughs> it has not always been that way. Um, and this has been like a recent mindset. And I, when I was prepping for this, th- this episode, I was trying to find where I heard this, um, this thought or this idea. Um, but I heard it in a TikTok or a YouTube video or somewhere. And I was really sad. I couldn't find it. Um, but essentially this idea was that, are you getting up in the morning because you have to, or because you want to, are you starting your day on your own time or on somebody else's? Um, and that just like really changed my perspective about my mornings because when I was setting my alarm in the morning, I was setting it to wake up with exactly enough time that I needed to get ready for, for work. Um, (coughs) And with that, I was starting my day essentially already at work, already at work. Right. Right. I was giving myself enough time to get ready for work. And so I was leaving no time for myself. And so after I had heard that, I was like, okay, I want to wake up in the morning because I want that time for myself. And so I started building my I had to do this in small increments because it's a challenge to wake up earlier with that mindset of, you know, I want to wake up earlier so I have more time for myself. Um, So I started waking up a little bit earlier every day uh, so that I could have more time to do things that I wanted to in the morning. So that time felt like my own and not like an extension of work. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Like what, for people that are like wanting to do that, you know, like incremental time increases to waking up, uh, realistically, how long did it take you from waking up with enough allotted time to get yourself ready and to work to where you're at right now? Like realistically, how long did that take you? So it took me... Be honest, bitch. (laughs) If... It probably took me three months. Okay. That's not, that's not terrible. Yeah. But it took me three months from the time that, you know, I got that idea in my head of, am I waking up because I have to, or because I want to, to getting up at the time that I wanted to. It took me like three months that's <laughs> of like- building that up because that first time I set that alarm to wake up even just <laughs> 10 minutes earlier, I was like, no. nope. <laughs> no, I want that 10 minutes of sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how long does it take? Because, like, scientifically, like, how long does it take to get into a routine? Like, there, like, you have to do it for a certain amount of time for it to, like, not be a challenge. Right? Like, if you're going to, what is that called? Like, there is, like, a specific amount of time that you have to give yourself to be established in, like, a, a habit. Like, a, a habit or a routine or things like that. Like, it does take us humans some time isn't it like 30 days to like establish a habit you know I've heard I couldn't tell you for sure off the top of my head because I've heard a lot of things like I've heard it takes like 28 days to establish a a habit or whatever but I think that it's different for everybody depending on what it is and your motivation level fair enough um and so you know I think it depends I think it depends on what your motivations are and what 
the habit and like because if you're if it's like something that you're excited for you're obviously more motivated to do it right yeah. like not that not that like routines have to be this like rigorous like painstaking thing but if you're excited to like okay like i'm gonna start doing i'm gonna start eating breakfast yeah. right because like i'm somebody that doesn't eat breakfast i don't need to eat breakfast to function like i'm fine without it but like say that i wanted to start eating breakfast like oh okay like i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna make myself a nice little bagel or i'm gonna fry an egg or like whatever like maybe that's a little bit exciting to try a new recipe in the morning or like i don't know yeah just throwing out an idea well, yeah, and, like, motivations change. So I think you have to look at, like, your whys and your reasons because, like, January 1, everyone's in the gym, right? <laughs> Motiv- motivations are hot, right, high, right. and then March 1st, where no it's everybody. There. Yeah. Right? So motivations, routines, like, those those things change. So I The think factors do impact that. Those factors do. So I think you have to look at your whys. Why are you doing these? And, you know, the big thing for me is that I wanted – more time for more, you. More time for me because right. I I love my job. I absolutely love my job. But I really struggle with the concept of, you know, not feeling like enough of my day is my own. Right. Because you are now working for the man. Right. Yeah. And so, like, if, if somebody else is determining, somebody else has determined what your time looks like. Yeah. In, in like, the eight hours that you are at work. Right. And then yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. And so for me, by getting up an hour earlier each day, that much more of my time belongs to me. Right. And, and you're you're determining what that hour looks like when what you are doing in that. Yeah. And so even just by getting up a little bit earlier, even though I'm spending that some of that time getting ready for work, that time now belongs to me yeah and you can listen like it, it doesn't have to be like a bad time like you can listen to the music you want to or the podcast or watch the show that you're doing like you know those kinds of things yeah and it's not just like a rush to get ready for work right that that like 10 minute dash of like okay i'm gonna do the bare minimum to like make myself presentable and then i have to be out the door yeah but what about you what are your morning what does your morning look like <laughs> Okay, I, I, I at the at bare bones, I do have some sort of routine. Yeah, I wake up at seven o'clock every single morning, except for the weekends. I allow myself to not do that. Every morning, I wake up at seven and I scratch Sandor's booty and I say, "Good morning, good morning, little boy," <laughs> and I I scratch his booty and then I let him go outside to go to the restroom and then I use the restroom and then I do my hair and then I just kind of con- sit and contemplate life. For like 10 minutes and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll go to work. And I don't even have to leave my house until 8 o'clock. Like, I, I give myself an hour, but I'm like usually ready by 7.30, 7.45. And so then I typically leave. And then I go to work and then I sit at my my desk and I contemplate a little bit. I mean, I get my day started at the office, right? Yeah. I like do the things that I need to to get my day started. Some days I'll get a little extra work done in that time frame. Like... If, if there's things that need to get done, I get get that done. But I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like my routine isn't super exciting. It's, it's very like, could I do more? For sure. Could I get up earlier? Uh, probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. I yeah. feel like in my routine in comparison, trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, part of the waking up early for me 
that's important is like I take my dog on a walk in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you live in an apartment. Like I, I have the convenience of a backyard. Yeah. And so like I'm, I don't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoy the like the going on the walk in the morning. It's like nice for me to like be outside to like get that that movement. Wait first until thing in the morning. it snows, babe. Yeah. It's not great when it's snowing and it's cold <laughs> out. I will. I will agree with you that I do reminisce having a backyard then mm-hmm. <laughs> um but also it it forces me to not be on my phone mm-hmm. <laughs> first thing in the morning because that's something we don't want to do oh I'm for sure uh, I turn my alarm off maybe I spend before I scratch Sandor's woody <laughs> <laughs> to wake him up I'll spend like five minutes I like I don't spend more than specifically seven minutes on my phone before <laughs> I get up because then I'm like, oh, I got to go. Like, I don't want to be rushed. So like seven minutes, I'll open up all my not all my notifications as if I'm like this busy girl that has all these people wanting to talk to me. But I notifications give me anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> for some reason. Like any sort of notification, I get anxiety. So I have to like, it, I have to clear it. And so, and then I continue on my routine but i know it's bad for me that's interesting tell me that (laughs) no so that's kind of interesting because that's one of the reasons that we shouldn't be checking our phone first thing in the morning (laughs) is because when you're like setting that like precedent first thing in the morning is like oh you know, my notifications give me anxiety. And that's the first thing I'm doing in the morning is checking those, <laughs> <laughs> those notifications. Oh <laughs> but, you know, kind of like the, the sciency, sciency bit behind it is when we first wake up, we're transitioning from a delta brainwave of sleep into a theta brainwave. Um, where you say things like that, like I know what that <laughs> means, but like, sure. It's like, so where our brain is more like flexible and malleable because our brain is like this living thing. Ew. <laughs> um, and the the theta brainwave is vital to becoming more emotionally intelligent individual. Instead of just like a wet noodle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but by when we're waking up and we're scrolling through emails and checking Instagram and the news, we skip that important like theta brainwave where we're like developing that that and we're heading straight into beta brain waves of high stress which is having a significant impact on the physical structure of the brain and our ability to perform our our functions gotcha well so i'm failing that's great love (laughs) to hear not that you're you're failing but we're kind of like skipping over our emotionally intelligent (laughs) individual (laughs) development and we're kind of impacting our our health and well-being when we when we check our phone first thing in the morning it's increasing our our stress we're setting that precedent first thing in the morning can i ask you something yeah so like let's say on the off chance (laughs) that i choose to change that behavior yeah (laughs) um and i were to like give instead of the seven minutes of checking my phone if I woke up and did seven minutes of reading is that better or do I need to just sit in silence I don't think you necessarily need to like sit in silence I think that like maybe first thing in the morning you like get up and walk out with Sandor okay I probably won't do that (laughs) (laughs) I think uh just like maybe your first 15 minutes of the day isn't spent like on a screen all I'm saying is I like I like I give myself those seven minutes to just like exist in my bed before my feet touch the ground 
And I relish in that. Yeah. I relish in the seven minutes of still snuggled up in my warm bed. My little booty boy is next to me. I love my boy. And I like, I relish in that before my feet touch the ground. Yeah. It's like a comfort thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I totally get that. It's like the... The comfort of I exist in the space and time that is my own before I have to get up. Yeah, before my feet have yeah. to touch it because I love my little bed. And like I like, I don't know, like the the comfort of that, yeah, is like super important to me is to like relish in that like, oh, okay. And then it's, it's almost like, okay, we can do it. I totally get it. That's like why I need I get the seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I need the specifically seven minutes to be like, okay, we can do it. And then I get brave and then I get out of bed. Yeah. Okay. No, I totally, okay. I totally get it. Cause that's why I get up an hour earlier. Okay. <laughs> Cause that's part of, part of going into it. But there's other, you know, besides not checking the phone, there's other things that we can do to have a more productive morning. If you're a big snoozer or multiple alarm person. That's bad for you, by the way. Not, it's not, not a great thing. Because it, listen i have not that i don't really know how factual this is because like (laughs) the internet is sketchy (laughs) but like i I was (laughs) on one of my doom scrolls of some so there was a a doctor talking about how if you take like cat naps or you're snoozing it does affect your REM sleep and then it doesn't leave you feeling well rested so it's like when you wake when that alarm like wakes you up it alarms you you're awake and then you fall back asleep it it negatively affects your sleep patterns and things like that yeah it's fragmenting the last part of your sleep and it's making it more likely that you're going to end up sleeping through one of those alarms amen (sighs) this was probably one of the worst habits that i used to have and (laughs) tell me (laughs) tell me everything shout out to my sister for surviving this when oh no (laughs) alex shout out (laughs) when we shared a room because i was a multiple alarm girly um, part of it was anxiety. I had no. m- multiple alarms set across multiple devices. Cause she I was, had like oh. the old analog <laughs> clock that you. Had. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was always so afraid that an alarm wasn't going to go off. Um, oh my God. That's like kind of sad. <laughs> I was like, what if the power goes out or what if my phone doesn't charge? But anyways, besides the anxiety, point, <laughs> but I was like, I was a snoozer and I had multiple alarms, but now I, I do not. I'm a one alarm and I am up proud of you that's called progress look at you growing but if you're like finding that you're super fatigued in the morning and you have 40 alarms (laughs) (laughs) maybe check into that maybe let's not do that like maybe stop snoozing maybe let's just set that last alarm and then get up with that one (laughs) or or though like if it is that last one do you find yourself being in like a mad dash to get out the door like is you know because i know people that will like wait till the last second to like I mean, you used to be that yeah. like you would give yourself just enough time so it's like are you in this mad like chaotic dash to get out the door like maybe you know set yourself up for a little bit more success in in regards to like not feeling so rushed yeah it's hard it's hard not to though when you think so much of your your time needs to be spent like I need to get as much sleep as possible like because as soon as I wake up my time is no longer my own and it's hard to switch that mentality to like, I can be awake and my time can still be my own. So poop on company time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Other things, though, that we can do to kind of enhance our morning routine. Take a walk. Take your dogs on a walk. 
Or step outside and get some fresh air because I'm not taking Xandor on a walk. Yes. <laughs> Breathe in that morning air. Do some morning pages or journal. I I am not so I hate mornings. Genuinely. Yeah. I really I am not a morning person. I don't thrive in the morning. I am a zombie and like I don't want anybody to talk to me for like at least an hour. Like I don't want anybody to even look at me for at least an hour. Ask my mother how much of a joy I was growing up. She that was like her least favorite quality about me. Anyway, that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, is that like for me, morning pages, I think, are really great. If you guys don't know more about that, like maybe we could do like a little tidbit on that. I think morning pages are a really great thing. I I tend to do evening pages <laughs> <laughs> because I just don't thrive yeah. in the morning like that. So that was my that was my two cents. Sorry. Yeah. Morning pages. Journaling can be really productive. Um, evening pages if you're not in the morning. I early. love evening pages. <laughs> uh, get your morning coffee, your morning tea. Give yeah. yourself time for that. Maybe to I enjoy should do it. that. Maybe I should instead of just like taking it to go. Maybe I should just sit down and just like relish it. Yeah, relish that. Relish it like my seven minutes in bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seven minutes in heaven. Who? It's seven minutes in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do my affirmations in the morning. Um, if I know I'm going to have a busy day and I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, that's when I do my, my affirmations. Um, I know you're not a big affirmation person. <laughs> We've talked about this before. I'm not. I struggle with that. I think I struggle. We've already discussed that. We've yeah. already like discussed that. Go back to self-talk mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. That's a great one. <laughs> um, I think I just want to be real and authentic. Yeah. And so like. I don't know. I, I kind of embrace what I'm feeling like in that. I, I don't know. Cause like sometimes I don't feel great things, but like, that's not the, <laughs> 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 I don't know. I just try to embrace like, okay, like yeah. I'm feeling kind of shitty right now. Why am I feeling shitty? I kind of like want to logic with myself. Like, okay, like what am I feeling? I like narrow it down. And then like, I try to be like, okay, well like this isn't going to last forever. This, this, this will come, this will go. And like, whatever. So maybe that is kind of an affirmation, I guess. Morning processing. (laughs) (laughs) The processors are just starting. Yes. Morning processing. I do morning affirmations. It kind of just helps me set the tone for my day. Um, Something that I also do in the morning is I like to do my mindfulness and grounding exercises if I'm feeling particularly overwhelmed. Um, Because sometimes I get the... The anxieties. <laughs> the anxiety and the wheels start going and I'm like, oh my gosh. The train has left the station and it's not coming back anytime yeah. soon. The train is already living eight hours ahead and I'm really anxious about that thing. Did you say eight hours? I thought you meant eight years. <laughs> eight years or wherever, <laughs> wherever it is in my week, it's already there. Um, so sometimes I need to do mindfulness or grounding exercises in the morning to bring myself back to the present to really focus in on like this. Is, I am here right now and this is where I need to be. I am in this moment um, and whatever I'm feeling anxious about will get my attention when it's time. But right now I'm in this moment. And so um, if you find yourself being particularly anxious in the morning is a great time to really <laughs> hone those, in on those grounding hone exercises in on those grounding exercises really focus in on the present moment so what i'm hearing is is i should probably have a better morning routine <laughs> this is my takeaway from <laughs> today is that i should be a little bit better morning is hard especially if you're not a morning person i have always been a morning morning person person. i'm neither a morning person or a night person (laughs) i'm a no person (laughs) 
I have always been a morning person and mm. I, I enjoy the mornings because it, it's just, it's very peaceful in the mornings. I like well, the mornings. No, let's see. I like, I would rather night cause then it's like the world slows down. The world slows down and like the sun is setting and like, I think, okay, I guess I'm more of a night, but I'm not a night owl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a dusk person. Yeah. If you really struggle with mornings, though, um, I am going to recommend this book. It's called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Um, it's very rigorous. Very rigorous. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm not going to read that. <laughs> okay, here's the Because I struggle with self-help books, too. Yes. Okay, here's the thing. He dives into his um, The Miracle Morning. He uses, it's called the Savers Method to mornings, where he focuses on these six pillars called silence affirmations visualization exercise reading and scribing oh okay so you go i've got the reading and the journaling yeah and um it's kind of just about how to set yourself up for success in the mornings um isn't he a 5 a.m morning guy he is i'm not a 5 a.m morning girl um i am not able to do it the way he does it but I, the way that he explains it was very good. And I was able to take pieces and make it work for myself. You adopted some of his things. Yeah. yeah. I'm not able to follow it the way that he explained it. Um, but I was But able you've adapted to it though. Yeah. Like, which is like, that says a lot that you like, there are things that he said that impacted you enough that you were able to adopt that into your yeah. life. And I think that that's so powerful in and of that self because you you're not going to be him right you are you and what works for you isn't going to work for him and what works for him isn't going to work for you and I think that's a hard part about self-help books is specifically me because I I like now need to become Mr. Elrod and do everything (laughs) you know that's where I struggle so congratulations so if you struggle with mornings and you're looking for some inspiration I really do recommend it I was not able to go all in uh, but <laughs> but I really I really do like the savers method and I I think if you need just like little tidbits I think it's I think it's really good so definitely check it out but that is the morning the morning ritual let's okay. talk a little bit about daily and weekly routines though let's look at the the week as a whole basically I live for Kevin. <laughs> Basically, I live for Kevin to be like the world's best employee. <laughs> and I just show up for Kevin. I just because I'm a people pleaser and like Kevin can't be upset with me. So like I have to just show up a half an hour early to work every day. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't again. I am not the most routined individual. I think when we when we discussed talking about this topic, I want to be better. Yeah. There's like this desire that I have because I like look at all of this, like all of the things that we're talking about. I'm like, I don't do that. And I live like second to second, basically. Like I make decisions. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to do this. Like, or I'm, I'm definitely not going to do that. I don't know. I just feel like I am kind of an untethered. I feel like that is a perfect way to describe myself as I'm untethered in a routine. And I feel like it leaves a lot of room for dissatisfaction in my life and a lot of like space for me to feel bad about myself and like me not being productive, (laughs) you know? I think that's something a lot of people could relate to though, because it's hard not to live moment to moment, especially when you just kind of get caught up in the minutia of day to day, right? 
like I've got to go to work, got to take care of the kids, got to get this done, got to go, you know, take care of my friends, got to take care of my family. It's hard not to be like, well, what do I need to get done for myself? Or like, what, what do I need to do? Well, I also like, I, me now understanding why I don't have a routine. Like I know why I don't have a routine Yeah, because the last three years I've been living in this like pit of despair and just overwhelmed by grief to where like I couldn't I couldn't do more than go to work and come home like I I literally even some days I couldn't even go to work like existing and having a routine showering was hard brushing my teeth was hard like literally existing was so hard that now like I was not a functioning member of society I was not doing those things but now that I am like a functioning member of society I don't know how like, I'm still in the routine of not having a routine because that's all I knew how to do. So now I'm just sitting in this space of like, okay, like I have more of a capacity to function, but I don't know how to do it. And it's overwhelming because it's like, well, I don't want to let myself down or like there's so much that goes into it. And it's scary too to like have a routine because I don't want to like over like I don't want to like set myself up to have this like rigorous routine and then I just like don't follow through because then automatic well like I'm a failure you know you know Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people you know we we buy the journals we buy the planners (laughs) you know we I love stationery okay (laughs) we get all the stationery Mm -hmm. and then we're like okay 701 702 703 (laughs) you know minute by minute playbook of our lives we've got to set it up every minute of the day what am I doing and then the second that that's not followed well failed I'm going to throw this journal away. I'm going to throw this planner away. I've I've messed it up and I can't follow through when it's like, that's not a realistic routine. Well, that's also like wildly unhealthy. Yeah. Like that's also wildly unhealthy. Yeah. You know, for me, I consider myself to be very regimented. Yes. But what that looks like for me is that like I set my own schedule at work and (laughs) I get a lot of shit for this, but I go to work for one hour on Fridays. Um, solely for the fact that I know that if I don't go, if I don't get up and go to work (laughs) on Friday, I will do nothing all day. I won't get up. I won't get ready for the day. I will lay in bed all day and do nothing. And that sounds like a great time to me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, and sometimes it, you know, sometimes it, it would be, you know, we all deserve rest. We all deserve to relax, but I know for me, I would I would do nothing with that day if I didn't get up. Right. And so. Because then there's like no excuse at that point. Like you like having that like hour that you have to go into work. Then it like leaves you the rest of your day to literally do all of the mundane tasks. Getting your oil changed. Getting your tires rotated. Okay. So like Theo needs to go to the vet. Or like okay my house really needs to get cleaned. Like there's so much time for you to be successful in that day. Yeah. And that's exactly that's exactly what I oh, do. Oh, I haven't seen this friend for a long time. We're going to go get brunch or like we're going to go do this thing or like I'm going to go like there's there's just so much time for you to go and do things and be productive. Yeah. And so rather than having that minute my minute playbook, it's literally I just schedule myself to go to work for one hour on Friday so that I can do all the things that you I can need be to get flexible. Done. Yeah. You can be flexible, but also still be productive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a very productive oh, see, day like for I me. want to I want to be more intense because like three days a week I only work for three and a half hours yeah and then the rest of the day is free free to do and I like it's this really internal struggle that I have is like 
I just need to like set. I think I need to set small goals like to accomplish things, you know, like I know how I like function like, okay, that reward, <laughs> like having a reward after doing something. Okay. So I'm going to do a, like my 10 second tidy before I take my nap. But like if I do my 10 second tidy, which is can be like however long, then I can take a nap. Yeah. You know, so it's like doing those things. Okay, I'm, like, I'm going to come home and I'm going to make some content for the podcast or the boutique. Like m- maybe yeah. doing so. And then I can have a little nap, you know. I don't know. Maybe that. Maybe. Th- wow, we're learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finding little things that can motivate you to do the things that you need to right. to get done or to help you to establish a routine. Because well, I, I do want to be more productive in my downtime. Mm-hmm. Like I want that for me. And I want it to not be this like big to do. Like, I don't want it to be overwhelming, you know? Like, I want to, like, have my uh, Sam Fridays. I want my <laughs> Sam Fridays where, like, I can be productive. Like, I I did what I needed to do, and then I can still continue on that, like, trajectory of, like, productivity. Yeah. And, you know, my evenings are a totally different story, right? Because <laughs> my, my mornings and my days are great, but my evenings, my 5 to 9 p.m.s, totally different story because <laughs> they are filled with, with nothing <laughs> and they're filled with rest, way too much rest. I see, but I love me, like, and I, I, I fall into the same thing too because it's like two days a week I'm at work till six and then it's like I come home and then like by the time like dinner's done and things like that, like I'm ready for bed. Yeah. But like I love a good veg, a veg evening, fave. Yeah. And sometimes that rest is good, but there it does cross a line where it's like that's all that time is being used I feel for. like I rationalize with myself a lot and like, oh, I need this rest. You know, I'm mm. tired. Yeah. You know, like there's we've, we've talked about I think there's a fine line between like hustle culture and like restful culture yeah. of like pushing yourself but like not overstanding extending yourself but also not like rationalizing being lazy yeah like there and I feel like I kind of teeter-totter to like the I don't know because it's like sometimes I'm like in that hustle culture and sometimes I'm in that restful culture and I think that that's like a hard balance of like pushing yourself to like have more productive productive (laughs) more productive like time but also like allowing yourself that rest time. And I, I, I struggle with that balance. Yeah. For me, I've been neglecting my, my sticky note wall. Have you? Yes. I hate to hear that. Yes. But that's how, you know, when I was being more productive with my evenings, that's how I would fill that time. You yeah. Know? I had this wall. It was filled with all of my goals. Um, and the sticky note was meant to always be very minor goals so that it was something that whenever I found myself like um, not lacking, I don't want to use the word lacking, but whenever I felt myself, you know, looking to do something, it was always something that I could go to immediately and on the on. wall. Yeah, yeah. Like read a book, you know, go, you know, go for a walk you know right. study study for this test like small small things that I could always be achievable goals always in be that working moment. on yeah in, in the moment um and so I'm not a great goal setter either. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so the, those were things that could always fill that time and so I've been neglecting that which is probably why my evenings are yeah are interesting suffering. interesting so self-reflection maybe that's why my I evenings are suffering <laughs> but I also think like it's I know for a fact that you and I, our social batteries get drained in our, our lines of work. Yeah. 
And so for me, like on my long days, when I see 30 people in a day, I don't even want to talk to Sandor. Like I literally, <laughs> I'm like, don't even look at me. Yeah. I d- like it's, it's hard for me to like have a spoon to do more. Yeah. But like, I know that when I do push myself a little bit and I get some like extra endorphins, I feel better about it. Yeah. But I know that like on the days that you and I are tapped out in our social battery, we do need the time to rest. Yeah. Right. Like we owe that to ourselves. But on the days where our battery is not drained, like maybe push ourselves just a little bit to do the sticky note wall or add a sticky note to the wall of like a one day I want to do this thing. Yeah. I I like to prioritize um, self-care when I feel like um, I need that rest. Yeah. Um, so at least it's that rest is being at least somewhat productive. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, you talked about the 10 second tidy. Explain like what that is a little bit Yeah. More. So for me, <laughs> also, Sam, Sam has said something to me that has stuck out. In how I like live my day to day. Like I remember one time we were on FaceTime because I call her randomly all the time. <laughs> we just I just need her company sometimes. And I was like, oh, I should really do my dishes. And I was like, JK, I'm going to go take a nap. And you had said, but future Andrea will be so grateful if you just do them now. Yeah. Because it, it, it inherently is not a big deal to just get it done. Right. Yeah. Am I tired? Yeah, I am. Do I want a nap? Yeah, I do. But if I spend the seven minutes it takes to do my dishes, tomorrow Andrea won't have to be like, <sighs> there's not that fight of like 10 second tidy yeah. versus taking a nap. So it's like, okay, so my 10 second tidy, it doesn't have to actually be 10 seconds. It's just kind of how I like don't make it seem so big in my head. Like if I say, tell myself, okay, 10 second tidy, I'm going to, pick up all of my shoes that are on the floor that I need to put away or doing my dishes or I'm going to fold my blankets. It's just something to like be productive in that moment is to like, okay, I'm going to have a 10 second tidy and then dot, dot, dot. Yeah. I like that because then it just like, maybe it just gives you that little spurt to get started. Yeah. And, and then, then who knows what can be accomplished then. Yeah. Right. Cause so some days it's just going to be folding my blankets or the ADHD is going to kick in and then it's going to be like, oh, okay, now, oh, I really need a vacuum. Oh, okay, I'm going to get the vacuum. Oh, wow, my floor needs to be mopped. And then I mop. Oh, wow, the dishes need, but I need to do some laundry. Like, you know, it can and spiral. And now my, my whole house is clean. <laughs> or maybe you just do the thing and yep. you, then you get your, the rest And that's good enough. Yeah. Because I kind of do something similar, like, with the, the self-care. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I need rest, so I'm going to do this face mask and I'm going to lay down for 15 minutes and then I'm going to like <laughs> be forced to get up and, and wash your face, <laughs> wash my face. But then like I do that and I'm like, wow, OK, like I feel really good now. And now I'm going to tidy or right. now I'm going to go do this errand that I need to get done. And suddenly like because you've rejuvenated yeah, yourself. Now I feel rejuvenated. Yeah. And I actually only needed 15 rather right. than the, the three hours <laughs> I was going to <laughs> the to three hour down. doom nap that like, yeah. yeah. And that's not to negate that sometimes you do need the rest. Sometimes right. you do need those three hours. Sometimes it was a long day at work. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's just the 15. But sometimes it's just the 15. And so by being a little more intentional in what you're doing with that time, yeah. sometimes you just need the 10 second to tidy to get yourself going. Then and then, then you're, and then you're yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, now I can clean my whole house. And I'm p- 
posting Snapchat videos of me cleaning and jamming out, you yeah. know, and then oh, all of a sudden my bathtub's clean now and my floor, you know, it just, it can spiral or it's just folding my blankets. Yeah. And so routines really are just about finding the little things that make it easier for you to prioritize yourself and what you need to get done. I want to be better at that because I like deserve to feel good about my productivity. Yeah. Instead of like that, like shame and regret of not. I like want that, you know, for myself because I, I do deserve that. Yeah. The going to work for one hour so that I can have an entire yep. productive day. The 10 second tidy so that I can clean my whole house or so that I can feel good about the nap the I'm about, <laughs> <laughs> about to take. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just like doing those small things so that we can just function so that we can function so that we can prioritize what we need. Right. We, something that just like kind of made me laugh when I was thinking about this topic is that we put so much like stock in the, in the routines that we set up for kids, (laughs) right? Like kids thrive on routine, dinner time. We could not fathom a kid not being on a routine. Oh my gosh, you and I would have a field day. <laughs> you and I would have a field day. Yeah. Right? Like kids need routine. But the second, like, but we don't like bat an eye at about an adult not having a routine. Me. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's kind of the same thing. Like we. Interesting. We need routines to feel good. To right? function. To function. I know that I feel the worst when my routines are out of whack, when I'm not doing the things that I need to, to feel well, I sometimes feel physically ill. Uh, yeah. And so it's important for me to be intentional with my routines. However, I, can I say this? Yes. When Mallory, when I was seeing Mallory, the, the concept of routine got brought up because I was living in this space of like, Doom and gloom always. Not yeah. not to say that like I didn't deserve to be in that space because I in fact did. But I wanted every second of my day to be planned out because I had a lot of anxiety mm-hmm. if there was like if because I'm like a I'm balls deep kind of person. Like we've got to go balls to the wall. Like I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it or I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I, I live in this very black and white world, which is very difficult because th- there are so many shades of gray in this existence. Yeah. And she she was like you are she like didn't say this but she's like you're ridiculous and thinking that like every second of your day is going to be planned out because there's so much that you have zero control over and then that will impact your routine and will just cause you to be unwell because your routine didn't get followed through yeah so like as much as much importance as like routine needs to be there also has to be that room for flexibility absolutely in like making sure that like because while it is important that you wake up and you brush your teeth and you do that the things and you drink your coffee and you go to work and you do all those things there has to be some sort of like level of like radical acceptance for when life does happen yes yeah Routines provide us with stability and consistency, but they aren't the end all be all, right? right? Because life is inconsistent um, and we have to be flexible Mm -hmm. 
you know, not so flexible that we're going to like me <laughs> that we're going to rationalize ourselves out of our routines and be like, oh, you know, it's, it's OK fine. that I do nothing. It's whatever. fine. <laughs> but I can do know, it tomorrow. I can do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow never comes. Right. Um, but life is going to happen. And then sometimes we're going to have to be like, OK, I'm just, you're going to skip out on yeah. the face mask tonight because yeah. you just couldn't do it because it just it just wasn't in, in, the, in cards the cards for yeah. today. Um, or sometimes, you know, just tragedy strikes. And, right. And you and have to like rally to do the things. Yeah. And that's just, it's, it's going to happen and it's going to be a matter of, I'll get to it again when I can. Yeah. I've, I've got to set this aside for now because other life things are happening. Right. But also like what's important. Cause you talk about how, um, routines provide the, the stability in our life. It's like, let's say that like something does happen. Yeah. Like, let's say something happens in your life that you like necessarily like don't have control over. Like there was an instance with the dog fight here. Yeah. So I, you know, my routine was now disrupted. Not that I really have a routine. But anyway, regardless, <laughs> the point is, is that like I went with my friend to the, the animal hospital. We got Poppy checked in and then we were going to be there for an endless amount of time. There was, there was no there there it was just chaos right yeah. then you had other emergencies that were more important than that the, than ours at the time so and then the, I was just gonna be there well my friend was like no like you need to go home like I've got I've got this locked down like you have your evening and you need to go do what you can do so it's like it is still important to maintain that like because I had no control in that situation yeah right it wasn't shitty did I come home and did I have like a mentee be for sure but like I still had work in the morning like there's still stuff that I had to do and just because life did happen I still have to maintain my normalcy too yeah so sometimes our routine is the only thing we can control right and we shouldn't and you should like, do that yeah and we shouldn't be like oh just because this thing happened forget my routine sometimes throw we all have hell, to be like, like throw it to the wind you yeah. know sometimes you like that's the what you can control and you should participate in those things because you are going to drive yourself mad by with worry or drive yourself sick. Like what all of the, th- like do the routine, yeah. you know? Yes, absolutely. Cause sometimes that, that is, that is the only factor we can right. control and we shouldn't just throw our hands up in the air because, ah, life happens. So I should just give this up too. No, sometimes that's the, the last piece holding us together right. and we should hold on to it and, and prioritize that and prioritize mm-hmm. that because that could be what's, what's holding us together right. in that moment. So routines, <laughs> routines, they're good and be flexible with like needing to adjust certain things that maybe it's not working for you anymore. And like me as somebody who's untethered and doesn't have a routine, the desire is real. Mm-hmm. The desire is real. And I'm going to be more intentional, I guess, you know, and, yeah. and moving forward. Uh, but I think that like small steps are needed in creating the routine but like being f- it's just a lot right being flexible but not too flexible it, there's just a lot that go into it you know yeah like there's what 168 hours in a week oh my gosh don't don't do that because I don't want to know exactly where my hour expenditure is going don't don't <laughs> no so like what what is like one hour in your week that you can dedicate to something that you want to do well like I've thing. been like telling myself that I want to like go to the gym so I work at a place that conveniently is a gym too 
And so like I wa- have been wanting to like rehab some things on my body that are hurting. I've got some really bad hips. And so like the last like three months have been, okay, like you're going to start going and you're going to do the exercises that you need to do so that you your hips can like feel better eventually but that also like the knowledge also is like I'm going to endure some pain like when I start doing that there is like this inherent suffering that I'm going to experience for the sake of like maybe one day like I can postpone my hip replacements (laughs) that are inevitable (laughs) you know like but like there is that knowledge which like makes me hesitant to want to do it because I'm like well like that sounds like a bad time why go like in like inflict more suffering (laughs) into my (laughs) life but like also maybe it would mitigate some of the day-to-day pain that I'm having at the end of the day you know yeah so but it's like tomorrow just hasn't happened but I should even if it's 10 second tidy at the gym even if it's for 10 minutes at least I did it yeah like even if I just show up and do 10 minutes of my exercises at least I did it and that's better than not yeah and that's good enough absolutely yeah, it doesn't even have to be a whole hour. It could be that 10 minutes. 10 second tidies, baby. 10 minutes. That's something, <laughs> that's something that's totally relatable. That's something I talked to my doctor about because he was asking about changes and stuff. And he's like, well, what do you what do you want to do? What can you do? And I'm like, I want to do nothing. <laughs> I don't want to change. <laughs> I want to do nothing. I want to do nothing. I want to sit on my couch and do nothing. Honestly, same though. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing, but I want to do nothing. <laughs> so yeah. ask me another question. Next. I regret saying that because that's in my health chart now. But <laughs> Oh, gosh. But I was like, I'm trying to be honest now. I'm I'm on an honesty kick. <laughs> oh, we love that. Oh, my gosh. That's growth. But yeah. not that she's dishonest. She just like wouldn't be truthful. And, like, be, I'm fine. I just, I, yeah, I just, I don't talk to people ever. And so I'm like, <laughs> I guess I should be honest with my doctor. <laughs> like, I really honestly don't want to do it. Which is like, you know, it's fine. But yeah, like that's something that's that's hard, right? To be like yeah, because it's like I know I'm gonna go and suffer, but like there's a possibility that like maybe my day to day pain can be mitigated a little bit. So it's like, do I want to go? So- I don't know. It's just hard. But you know what? Maybe I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna be like this week is the week because I don't want to lie to anybody. <laughs> I'll let you know when I do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's just to to have a better routine is just to find what is reasonable for you right and maybe just like pushing yourself just like a little bit more because like i want to do that i'm gonna i am taking a fat nap today i'm not gonna lie to you after this i'm 1000 (laughs) percent taking a fat nap and maybe i'll do some household chores later today before i go watch football because football's back baby shout out to travis kelsey i love you (laughs) (laughs) but yeah find that thing even if it's setting your alarm five minutes earlier. five minutes earlier three month journey you can do it <laughs> what's well, three months in the grand scheme of things exactly you know three months wait it's like oh no it won't be january yet. <laughs> it'll be close though Start and then the at year. that point at that point if you already have like a set schedule then what is you know you can also fuck new year's resolutions but like we will get to that i love new year's resolutions no because i feel like it shouldn't be it should be like a vision versus like Oh, I have to do all of these things. Like Absolutely. I'm, that's where we're divulging into like different See you in the things. New year. <laughs> See you in the new year. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. 
as always you guys thank you for joining us today and giving us a listen if you enjoyed today's episode please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave us a review five stars please we love the feedback (laughs) but like be nice to us yes and be sure to give us a follow at chronically unwell on instagram and facebook for more content and behind the scenes of the podcast if you have any topic ideas or questions you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast please reach out to us at uh, on our social media or through our email at chronicallyunwell at gmail.com and until next time keep going and keep growing